This week, Boston College takes on Louisville. There is one key to this game that we have not talked about that has been missing from Boston College's game. We're going to give you what that is on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. On today's show, we're going to dive into the the needs for Boston College. What do they need to do to beat Louisville? And it's not just going to be talking about Dennis Grossell. If you want more of my thoughts on Dennis Grossell, you can go back to the last two episodes. He'll be a part of it, but there's a bigger issue with Boston College right now. We're going to dive into what that needs to change in order for BC to beat Louisville. In addition, we'll look at the Cardinals themselves. We'll give you a brief overview of their season so far. We'll talk about their strengths. We'll talk about their weaknesses, and we'll look at that as well. And then finally, we haven't had a chance to talk about the news, so we're going to go in and dive into some of the news stories from the past week because it's been really busy and we haven't had a chance to do that. Before we get into Louisville and what Boston College needs to do to beat them, I want to thank all of you listeners out there, whether you're a returning listener, a new listener, if you have listened for weeks, if you've listened for months, if this is your first one, thank you all for making Locked On Boston College your first listen every morning. This means a ton to me because we are giving you the only Boston College podcast five days a week. If you like Boston College news, if you want to learn about basketball, football, recruiting, anything, you know, interviews, all in between make sure you hit the subscribe button for Locked On Boston College wherever you get your podcasts and hit that like button. We are on YouTube as well. I would love to have some more subscribers on there. So Louisville Cardinals, a team that Boston College beat last year in a weird fluky game, which ironically enough included an injury to Phil Dracovic and who won the game for them? Dennis Grossell. If you remember correctly, that was the game that Grossell had a nice pass to Jelani Galloway for a touchdown at the end of the game. He also had another touchdown pass to C.J. Lewis. So Dennis Grossell has played against Louisville, but that's not the point of this conversation. Boston College is on a two-game losing streak. I, I would think the um, the momentum is as low as it's been for the Eagles all season. Obviously, you start the season off with four wins against you know mediocre opponents to lower-ranked opponents. Now you play two tougher teams, you lose. This is a critical game. You would love to be 5-2. and two. Much Sounds much better than 4-3. and three. So BC needs a win here. Now, if you're listening to Vegas, that doesn't seem too likely as Boston College is a 9-point underdog to open. Now, ESPN has knocked it down to 6 points, but that's still a very heavy underdog uh, situation for the Eagles. So, Louisville. What Boston College needs to do to win this game? Obviously, Grossell needs to play better. That's not the key to this game. That's not what we're going to talk about. What I want to say is there's something that's been missing from Boston College's attack. Something that's been missing from their play over the last two games. Something that has been a hallmark of Jeff Halfley for the last year and a half, and it has been gone. And that is the turnovers. Boston College has gone two games straight without a turnover. As Jeff Halfley said at his press conference on Tuesday, you know, they're coming. 
The, the turnovers are coming. And this is a perfect game for Boston College to start making those turnovers. If you remember correctly, Louisville last year was a turnover machine. They finished the season 124th in the country with 24 turnovers. That's not going to win you many games. And they had a plus or minus of minus 12. That's abysmal. Now, to be fair... They have played much better in that in that sense this season. They are 37th in the country this year with seven total total turnovers, excuse me, and a plus or minus of one. So they're better. But again, Malik Cunningham is not a quarterback that I think of as very good with the ball in terms of ball security. He's a guy that could give the ball up. He's a guy that could throw interceptions, fumble the ball. He makes mistakes. So this is the perfect game for Boston College to get some turnovers. Halfley joked and said, it'd be a great game to go plus five in the turnover margin. That would be amazing. But I mean, get two or three. You get two or three, a a fumble and an interception, you are in much better shape. Because what that does, if you get a turnover, it either kills the opposing offense's momentum. You know, it could be, they could be on a drive, boom. That could completely set their momentum off. I mean, look what Boston College did last week when they had that interception and that block punt. They completely fell apart. A team like Louisville, that could happen too. That could happen, or it could give Boston College short field position. And short field position with Dennis Grossell is the perfect opportunity for him to make some plays. I like that opportunity, and I think Boston College has some guys on their defense that can make those plays. You know, fumbles, those are just random. You know, good tackling, punching the ball, that kind of thing. I think that will be stuff that you're going to see. The... the um, Court, the corners, I like their play. I think if Josh DeBerry and Brandon Bar, uh, Brandon Sebastian and, and, you know, Elijah Jones, they get some good matchups, they could make a play. They could definitely make a play for an interception. And I thought Halfley brought up an interesting point today. Like, he talked about how important turnovers are, and he talked about the emphasis that they make at practice on turnovers. It's a huge point of emphasis. They watch films from the NFL that highlight all the turnovers from the past week. Uh, Tem Lokabu gives out t-shirts for guys that make turnovers during practice. They also, if they hit a certain mark during practice for amount of turnovers, they make the um, coaches do gassers, meaning they have to run. And I would love to see Tem Lokabu run against Vince Ogabase. I think that would be hilarious. I think I don't know. I, 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 Tem's obviously in good shape, but I, I think Vince would be really fun to watch too. So the team is is oriented to making turnovers. They just haven't had a chance to make them. Now against Clemson, you know, I thought uh, DJ either made a play or he just threw the ball away, so you didn't get a chance there. And Devin Leary, he did a lot of short stuff that kind of prevented the play from, you know, ex- exploding into a turnover. Malik Cunningham, I can see him trying some deeper stuff. If he tries deeper stuff against Boston College, look out, turnovers will happen. So that is my key. This is what Boston College needs to get back into their game. It will help Dennis Grossell. It will help the defense. It will help the overall complexion of this game. Get the turnovers. That is what they need to improve upon for this week. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree? Head on over to Locked On Boston College on Twitter and leave your comments. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Now, in a moment, we're going to talk about Louisville themselves. We'll look at the plus and minuses of this team and where they currently sit in the ACC. But first, let's talk about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football props than anyone in the world and offer all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you may not have heard of. 
Prize Picks offers more props than you can think of, whether it's yardage, touchdowns, interceptions, sacks, you name it, they have it. Now, when you make a, a, a deposit up to $100, they're going to match that 100%. All you need to do is put in promo code locked on. Prize Picks is so easy to use. You just pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any end entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks allows mixed sports entries, so you could pick... Um, you could pick LeBron James and Patrick Mahomes in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Now, just remember, go to prizepicks.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get that bonus. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. This is Locked On Boston College. Again, thank you if you have made this your first listen this morning or afternoon. I appreciate that. Thank you for becoming part of our community, part of our family of Locked On Boston College users. Again, I'm AJ Black. We're talking about the Louisville Cardinals. Jeff Halfley very passionately on Tuesday said in his press conference, it's time to move on past NC State. Let's stop talking about it and move ahead. Now that's coaching speak, and I could talk about the NC State game all week, but I think he's fair. We want to talk a little bit about Louisville. We're going to talk about their game today. We're going to probably get... Locked on Louisville for tomorrow's show. We'll get a full analysis. We'll do a crossover episode. We did one with Locked on NC State last week, and it was a very big success, so we'll check out that. And then on Friday, Eric Hostis will join us again to give his previews and predictions, and hopefully both of us will have a better week in our predictions because we didn't do very well last week. Now, Louisville. Louisville sits at 3-3. Three and three. They have wins against Eastern Kentucky, a big one against UCF, and they snuck by Florida State, but they have losses. And you know, to be fair, they're 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 the the quality teams that they played in their losses are all solid. They lost to to, to Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin, forty three to twenty four. They lost to Wake Forest, who's also ranked, and they just lost uh, two weekends ago against Virginia in a thriller, thirty four thirty three. That was a game that Louisville felt like they should have won. So. Obviously, the Cardinals, their record is worse than Boston College, but you look at their resume and they've played a tougher schedule than BC. I mean, BC, those first four games, you got Mizzou and then a bunch of whatever. Louisville doesn't really have that. They had Eastern Kentucky and then some good teams. I mean, UCF is good. And Florida State's better than any of those the first three teams. I mean, as bad as they are as an ACC team, they're not, they're not, they're better than that. So, you know, they're, they're coming in battle tested. I think that's important to realize. And I think what's important to realize, too, is that the Cardinals were a uh, the kicking bag of the ACC last year. I mean, they won, what, three or four games the entire season. They were near the bottom in most categories. Their defense stunk. You know, they couldn't stop turning the ball over. This year, they are improving. Their defense still isn't very good. They're averaging, they're allowing 29.2 points per game. So they're still letting up some points. I mean, I mean, NC State was here last week and they averaged, they allowed an average of 16. But their offense is explosive. They're averaging 32 points per game. Again, Malik Cunningham, he is, I don't think of him as like Lamar Jackson. I don't think of him as Teddy Bridgewater. And and he's his own, he's his own player. But what he brings that I think will be challenging for Boston College is he brings a speed to the outside. He brings a speed that Boston College hasn't faced this year. I mean, we went into this season talking about the challenges Boston College would face on defense. And the big thing I continue to harp on were mobile quarterbacks. And Boston College has yet to face one. Now, DJ Uyagale 
could be considered a mobile quarterback because he can move. But for me, he reminds me almost like a of a Big Ben where he just you just hand him. You know, they were doing a lot of power runs where he you know he's a big dude and just plows ahead. Malik Cunningham is not like that. He's a speedy guy. He's a guy that can cut and get past defenders. They haven't faced that yet. And this is going to be a huge task for Boston College. BC did a nice job of addressing that speed issue this offseason. They brought in Jaden Woodby uh, as a safety who can play linebacker. He can move up to support that. And then they, they readjusted how they envisioned their linebackers. Max Richardson and Isaiah McDuffie are gone. They're both in the NFL and they were good, but they were, you know, they were limited in what they can do. Now you have Cam Arnold and Isaiah Graham Mobley, both faster linebackers than what BC had before. So this will be our chance to see what those linebackers can do. Can they stop the mobile quarterback this year? Can they limit the damage that Malik Cunningham does? Can they av avoid those big explosive plays that hit them so hard last year when they played Brendan Armstrong, Malik Cunningham, and some of those other mobile quarterbacks? That's a question we can't answer yet. We haven't had a chance to see it. So I think that's something that's going to be important. That's something that is going to be a storyline, I think, that's going to really dictate how this game goes. You look at their offense uh, alongside Cunningham, you look and you see a lot of good young talent. That's, I mean, they have so much youth in terms of their their uh, their weapons that it's impressive that they're almost all freshmen and sophomores. Jalen Mitchell is their starting running back. You know, he's averaging 4.2 yards per carry. You have a, a whole bevy of wide receivers, all with, you know, 15, 20 catches. You know, Jordan Watkins, Marshawn Ford, their tight end is very, very good. So the 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 weapons on the outside are young, but they're good. I think you don't want to you don't want to sleep on what those guys can do. So I think the offense is going to give Boston College a lot of challenges. And the biggest one too, you want sacks. They haven't had many sacks this year for Boston College, and Louisville hasn't let up many. They've let up eight. Now, partly partially that's because Cunningham can escape that kind of stuff. What Boston College is going to have to do against this offense is disguise. They've done a great job against about that in the Clemson game. They did a pretty good job about with that against NC State. Malik Cunningham is the kind of quarterback that if you can keep him in the pocket and confuse him, you will do well. You will he he can put up some points, and you want to really make sure you avoid those explosives. But if you confuse him, you're in good shape. Now, defensively, Louisville statistically is not good on defense. Their rushing defense is 71st in the country. Their passing defense is one of the worst in the country. They're coming in at 129. So they're almost averaging 300 points a game. So if you're looking for a game for Dennis Grossell to show up, for Zay Flowers to have a breakout game, this is the perfect game because Louisville has struggled against the pass. Against the run, it's still there too. So you know, I think one of the biggest challenges Boston College has faced the last two two games was you faced Brett Venable's defense, who no matter who's playing offense is going to be good, and they are good. And then you played an NC State defense that was very good. Now Grossell gets to breathe a little bit. Hopefully with some practice, maybe they watched some film, figured a few things out. This offense will be able to get a few more things going because I think... The offense can score against this defense. I don't think this is going to be a slog game. I think this is a game where Boston College will be able to move the ball, that they'll be able to score, and that should get you guys happy again. I think it'll happen, so we'll check that out. Now, in a moment, we're going to talk about the news. Over the last you know, three or four days, I haven't got a chance to give you all the nuggets going around 
Boston College Sports, but you're not going to want to miss that. But first, let's chat about my favorite thing in the world, Built Bars. Built Bars are a protein bar that is 100% covered in chocolate. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you are missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but does not taste like one. You have to try it to believe it. Most protein bars are chalky, waxy, or just play it, play it hard to choke down. A Built Bar is soft. It's covered in chocolate, and when you bite into it, you know you're getting into something different. It's more of an experience, one that you'll enjoy. In fact, you'd swear you'd be eating a candy bar. I have one every day at 2.30. It is delicious. They're low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, and high in protein. So all the healthy benefits on top of being purely delicious with so many flavors, including coconut raspberry, mint brownie, coconut almond, salted car- caramel, double chocolate, and cherry barcia. When you go to BuiltBar.com right now, use promo code LOCK15 and you'll receive 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head over to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all these amazing offers available for the 21 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So head on over to Bet Online, where the game starts. This is Locked On Boston College. We're going to get into the news. And I'm going to start off with the, with the heartbreaker one because a couple you know, it was earlier this summer that former Boston College forward Jimmy Hayes passed away unexpectedly at the age of 31. And we had been waiting to hear what the cause of death was. And this week we received the official news that it was an accidental overdose. Um, Dan Shaughnessy of The Globe, I know many people don't like him, but he wrote a really great article that you really need to check out if you get a chance to that talks about the heartbreaking discovery of what was going on. Now, apparently Hayes, um, you know, got hooked on pain pills while he was playing hockey. Um, his dad, who was a recovering addict, kind of got a hint of it, but none of the family members knew the the what was what he was struggling with. And, you know, he kind of just did his own thing. And then the day before he died, apparently he took something. They don't know what it was that was laced with fentanyl, which, you know, is a very serious um, additive to drugs. And he overdosed and passed away. Um, the, the story is heartbreaking because you hear from the mom, I mean, the sister and Kevin Hayes, a former BC hockey player. And they're talking about the just, you know, how devastating the news was for them. The dad who, again, as I said, was a recovering addict who said, who had the line of the article, which was just like, it just rips your heart out. You know, he says, I just don't want my son to re- be remembered as a bleeping junkie. Well, that, uh, man, this was a tough story to read, but je- definitely check it out. You get the full story on on Kevin Hay- uh, Jimmy Hayes um, and a tough story to read about. Speaking of hockey, we'll get into more of the lighter stuff now. Boston College Hockey played two games this weekend. They, they beat Northeastern 5-3 to three in their first Hockey East win on Saturday. I mean, on Friday. This was a home game, a game where Boston College had two goals, uh, one by Colby and Ambrosia and a uh, a pair of goals by Mark McLaughlin uh, that really put BC in, in front. They ended up winning the game, a big win for the Eagles that started off the season uh, 2-1 and 1. 2-0-1. Then on Sunday, they played Bentley, and that's when all heck broke loose as the Eagles got smoked by uh, the, the Falcons 6-2. Now, if you know former uh, my, one of my co-hosts slash guests, Dan Rubin, who works for BCEagles.com, he was uh, he's on a different planet talking about this one because 
He's a former Bentley uh, fan, uh, Bentley student, and that was a big win for them. Uh, the, bad game. BC played their backup goalie, Henry Wilder, who struggled throughout the game. And Bentley's goalie, I stood on his head. I think he had like 38 saves. So BC goes 2-1-1. One, one. This weekend, they play a, a, a stint against two Colorado teams. They're going to play Colorado College and Denver. So those will be two games played in Chestnut Hill. You can get tickets, I still think, online. Check those out if you want to attend. On a side note, we'll talk a little recruiting here. Boston College has made a bunch of new offers. And I, I want to say, um, I'm not going to give you everything here, but there was a lot of people are thinking that this weekend's game against NC State was really bad for recruiting. And I want to say that I've talked to recruits and that is absolutely not the case. Now, if Halfley was selling the recruiting pitch that BC is a winning team right now and look at what we're doing right now and it's a huge turnover right, right now, that would be, he would he would lose some recruits doing that. But that's not what he's selling recruits. And this isn't me spitballing here. I've talked to recruits. I know what they've been told. I know what you know, the school is selling them. And that's not it. Now, I have up in my premium section on BC Bulletin a full analysis with, I've talked to probably seven or eight different kids, recruited, uh, committed, and not committed. So these aren't kids that just are buying halfway yet. These are some kids like Ronan Hannafin. I talked to him. He has a ton of offers. Get the full uh, uh take on him. Uh, Whit Weeks is going to be speaking to us shortly. He's another linebacker from Georgia. He was there. I'll get his take on everything. You're, if you become a premium member, just a dollar a month for the first month, and then it's a cup of coffee after that, you get all your recruiting news from me. I talk to BC staff. I talk to recruits. I give you all the inside analysis that you can only get from a guy like me. You get that. You get access to our premium boards on maroonandgold.com. And you get access to our Discord channel where I'm on there chatting and talking to BC fans all the time. So be a part of that because I'll give you all sorts of recruiting info there. But just to let you know, I don't think that's true. And you can call me a hack. You can call me whatever you want. I'm telling you from what I hear from the recruits, that's not the case. Now, finally, basketball. Basketball is right around the corner. Basketball was ranked in the ACC Power Poll this week uh, to start the season by the media, and they were dead last, and it wasn't even close. They get points by the, um, you know, where they fall in each ballot. BC was half the points of the guys in 14th place, who I think was like Wake Forest or something like that. Again, this is going to be a rough season, folks. Get strapped in. You know, you just want to see progress. You want to see the team moving in the right direction, but yeah, I don't think the media has much faith in the team right now. Now, people have been asking. Boston College has had two secret scrimmages. One planned and one already happened. They played Marquette, and I'm still waiting to get some recaps on that. I'll get you that as soon as possible. And then they play Harvard. These are scrimmages the media is not allowed inside of, so I can't get you the full details, but I'll try to see if I can find some moles that'll get me some info on that. So thank you all for listening. If you have not done so already, please hit the like or subscribe button wherever you get your podcast and like us on YouTube. Just hit subscribe. It is free and it does a lot to help our podcast. Thank you all. You can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. You can follow the podcast at LockedOnBC. I am the editor and publisher of BCBulletin.com. We'll be back tomorrow, hopefully to talk to Locked On Cardinals, and we'll give you all the details on the upcoming game. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.